0: Radio 191 FM podcast. It's now 28 minutes to 10. I'm joined by Sheldon from Blindspot. Atamari, eight. Hey, mate, how are you? I'm not too bad in yourself. Yeah, I'm really good, thanks. Great. Volume 1. Uh, the first part of a four part album is out now. Now, I talked to Damien uh, at the time of the release of RIP Rest in Pieces uh, back in September. Uh, we had a good old chat, actually. Um, it was great, you know, talking about being back together, um, especially with you. Know, with you. Uh, also, talking about the fact that his daughter's friends listen to Spot, You know, he's talking <laughs> about how he has this, you know, boomer moment, as he called it. Uh, <laughs> um You know, so before we talk about um, volume one as a whole, um, what were your feelings uh, around the release of Rest and Pieces, um, which is on volume one? What were your feelings?
1: Um, I had mixed feelings actually. It was I was incredibly excited to to obviously release new music at such a long time, but at the same same time, I was incredibly nervous because I wasn't sure how it was going to be received. If people were going to like the kind of direction we were going in. did it still sound like us? You, just, you know, you're so close to the project. You kind of, you don't really, you don't really know. You kind of need other people's opinions on it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And boy, did you get a lot of other people's opinions, and they were all pretty bloody good.
1: Yeah, man, we were really stoked with that, and that um, it just gave us that boost of confidence that we that we kind of needed to, to get back in there and, and finish off the rest of these songs, um, start this kind of interesting journey of, of, of volumes.
0: Yeah. Now how about you picking up the sticks for the first time with with the team again, with the lads again?
1: Yeah, well, we have been um, playing together, you know, uh, just touring for probably about a year and a half. So um, that kind of part of it was, was cool. Everyone was, like, comfortable and, and stuff like that. But then, you know, our last tour we toured, um, the first album start to finish, the response was so massive on that we felt we owed our fans some new music, and and we were enjoying playing ourselves, and we wanted to con- continue to play live, and we thought, well, we kind of should release some new music, and then that just started the kind of catalyst of conversations to, to how how what that would look like, how we would achieve it, and, and how we would go about it, um, and again, a lot more nerves would would flood in, so um, hmm. it was it was interesting getting in a room and and just first off, like even crafting R.I.P. was like what's it going to sound like can we do this together still and um, the answer was yes and, it, and it's, um, it was a lot of fun and it was, it was basically like riding a bike which we were hoping it would be like that so yeah it
0: was cool man I haven't ridden a bike for a while <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's great fun you, you, you'll probably be able to just do it straight
0: away mate well one would hope one would hope that's what they say right that's what they're yeah. saying um, so it's, volume one is the first of four part um, split album why why are we doing it this way
1: um, to, to be honest, it was Damien's concept. He came up with it, and um, it just sounded like a, a really cool idea. It takes the pressure off us a little bit as well, and it gets our fans to be like involved more in, in the process and the journey. And like the, Each volume will kind of have its own sound, because it's, it, I guess it's a moment in time that we're writing those particular songs. Yeah, um, And it's just also the way people are consuming music these days, like with streaming and listening to one or two songs at a time on a playlist. Uh, we wanted to kind of get music out there. If we were like once once back together, we were writing a new album. You probably wouldn't hear it for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. put so much pressure on yourself, and it's it's such an arduous task. Like you, like looking down the barrel of doing that, you're like, oh man, like we're gonna do an album. You might get like four or five songs in, and then you might have a, a moment where, you, where it's taking a while to, 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 to write. Yeah. because you're constantly thinking about it and there's that a lot of pressure and it can become quite hard and then you can kind of be like oh bugger this I can't be bothered or we can't do it and you might slack off so all those things have happened in the past so we thought we'd try something different and um, it's cool it's refreshing no one's done it before and I get, yeah our friends, our fans get new music we get to tour again and, and um get to get inspired and be creative again and, and get in the room and, and do whatever we want, really. We don't have record labels or anything really done our approach anymore, so we're doing this for us how we want to do it and when we want to do it.
0: Yeah, good, good, good. So what was the initial ideas when you came back together for the project and, I guess, for for, for your 1? How did you want to craft your sound?
1: Um, How do we want to craft our sound? I Personally, I was like, I want to come out pretty pretty hot want to come out pretty heavy yeah um and there was a bunch of how basically we just got in a room and there was just a bunch of ideas we just chucked down and we kind of almost put them into like like folders almost like a b c if you want so it was kind of like the front runners would would go straight into a and then the second ones would be b the ones that needed more work and then c were kind of like ah these are like b-side sort of sketch ideas and the three that emerged first were the songs that have made it on the first volume but um until, we didn't really overthink what our sound or anything was we, we realised that we're a bit older um, we realised we still kind of uh, like you know our music's quite real and quite, quite raw and we wanted to keep it like that so we mm-hmm. thought we'll just get in a room and just see what comes out
0: I'm glad you mentioned Real because, you know, it's it's a conscious album. You know, there's themes of manipulation, mental health, uh, talk of self-destructive drives, you know. Blindspot has always kind of been one of those bands that's worn their lyrics on their sleeves. And I think that's been a huge part of the fact of how you resonate with, with so many people and your fans. Um, there's a lot of bands in the kind of you're around your kind of genre sphere um, that you know l- lyrical content is, isn't necessarily uh, speaking truth to power or anything like that. They're ju- you know they just they're just singing words and it's fine. But you, you you kind of talk about what what's really going on. You speak your truth and the truth of so many other people. You know, that, that's a huge responsibility. Do you, do you kind of feel that as a band?
1: Um, it's, it's quite. It's quite interesting because, like this time round, I've had a lot more involvement with Damien with the with the vocals and particularly the melodies. Mm-hmm. Um, lyrically, he's he's always been like on the money, and it's yeah. great. And sometimes I don't get to find out exactly what the songs are deeply about until we're when. You know, releasing them and someone's interviewing us or something like that because we almost have certain different roles in the band. So I'll um, kind of be producing and writing the music with with the guitarists and stuff, and and he'll he'll be doing the, the melodies and the vocals. That's how it's been in the past. But this this time we're both kind of sharing those roles a bit closer, myself and Damien. So he's kind of let me in a little bit to. To work on some of the stuff with him or bounce ideas around with him in terms of the um, maoris but he opened up the other day, uh, we did an interview and he opened up about our song Tonight and he had a bit of a moment on on air which was um, really vulnerable and it was quite cool and the feedback and um, stuff from that, our fans really connected with the song a lot more I guess hearing his story so
0: um,
1: I'd like to encourage him to talk about that a bit more because it's it's obviously that song Tonight is about mental health and there's a lot of people that struggle with that and 've um you know we've released music in the past like our song Flex which is which has helped a lot of people um deal with uh, friends passing and things like that It's become somewhat of an anthem at funerals if you you know if you like but um so this this song tonight hopefully it will, will help a lot of people that are going through some dark you know stages in their lives and i guess it's it's just really cool to be able to be in a band where we do speak from our heart and we don't do it on on um for an exact reason, it just kind of happens, and then people connect with these songs. Yeah, and we're like, you know, when we wrote Flex, we had no idea it was going to do that. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. it's what it's what it's done, and, and become like a, a a song that's you know been treasured for over ten years. Um, yeah, so hopefully, it. you know, hopefully along this journey of volumes, there will be songs that'll pop out that that'll really connect with people. Yeah, I think. And so. that that for, for us, that um, that's kind of what it's all about. You know, yeah, we just kind of give our songs over to our fans to interpret how they want and what they want. If we write it about a specific topic, but it makes it feels like this or gives them relief in a in another area of their life, then we want them to go with that too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad. Um, you know, and it's nice to hear that you, you say that he's brought you into t- some of the the process of songwriting and stuff like that. Because I mean, you know, there was the big public fall out and 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 shit went down and when i did talk to damien last time he was just talking about how much how awesome it was to have his brother back yeah you know and it seems that you know the fact that you're working together like that as well is just showing um so much of a heart that's back within the band too so that's really important so it's great to hear
1: yeah, I was. I mean, that, you know, that that sort of whole process. It's um, it's it's hard when you when you grow up with your with your mates and you're chucked into the limelight at a young age, and you know you're touring um, places around the world, and you just in you know, every. Re- pretty much waking minute of this of, of your time with the people you're, you're always going to fight just like brothers fight yeah and these sorts of things um, happen and you can you know it's weird people don't realise that you're like sharing a airplane together you're sharing a van together you're sharing sound check together you're sharing a hotel room together you're sharing your meal together you know what I mean it's like everything's just you spend more you actually do spend more time with your family but you growing up with different uh, morals or different things in in life. So things start getting niggly and things like that. It's it's quite funny. It happens in every single band bar none. Oh, totally. It's it's impossible. So it is quite upsetting when it kind of happens and it goes public because people start pointing fingers at other people without actually realizing what they've gone through together. Yeah. And then time apart, you both kind of, you know, you all see that and you go, oh, actually, what we're doing was really, really cool and that person is really, really cool and just like my other brother that I might have had a had a scrap with—he's still my brother, you know. Yeah, and that's 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 basically what happened. And I think the time apart as well um, matured us as as people, matured us as artists, and we were all we all continued to do music with different projects. So we gained other experience from that and writing with other people as well. So coming back into to Blindspot and writing volumes, having like a ten year break, I think has. Um, you know, it's g- going to give us a unique sound and a fresh sound. A lot of bands that have been together for as long as us, that stayed together, probably will be, at this point in their career, kind of starting to run out of ideas, perhaps. Yeah. But um, we feel we've kind of picked up where we left off, still fresh, and um, but with all this experience and all this. It's like we've gone away to, and like studied, you know what I mean, and come back. And yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah we've, yeah. we've
1: got some stuff to talk about.
0: Yeah, that's and, great.
1: Um, and it's
0: cool. Yeah. That is really cool. That's really cool and it's really cool to hear. And I know the fans have been appreciating it, they certainly have here. Uh and and, and everywhere else. So, um appreciate yeah, you. Awesome. Appreciate you coming on the show and and talking about the volume one, and I can't wait to talk uh, about the next three volumes with with the band as well. But we've got this one to digest now, um, and we're going to awesome. play tonight off the record. Awesome, yeah.
1: And we'll be definitely getting down to Dunedin um, when we release the tour. We've, we've talked about that, so that's pending. As soon as we get out of this situation we're in, but <laughs> yeah. love to get down. We haven't um, played Dunedin for a long time, so has been a love while. to Connect with our fans,
0: man. Yeah. Well, hey, well, thank you, Sheldon, so much for taking the time out to speak to us this morning. Morning.
1: awesome um, thank you
0: very much enjoy the rest of your time uh with m- m- more interviews i know you you love interviews uh and cheers, we, <laughs> we'll talk again soon cheers bro all right see, see you later, bye all right here is blind spot with tonight you're on the 191 fm